0: Employee of the Month. Here's your host, Katie Lazarus.
1: Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host Katie Lazarus and I'm pleased to bring you my interview with Sheila Nevins, the president of HBO Documentary Films. Documentary Films have become, I think, the number one resource to learn about history, to learn about social and progressive issues and I can think of no better home for them than HBO. Somehow they have managed to do very sexy films, very funny films, as well as very thoughtful ones. There's PBS, there's Sundance, there's Tribeca, there's uh, the Toronto Film Festival and ITVS, but there are very few outlets like HBO. Yeah, it's the only one. And it's the only one because of Sheila Nevins. Evans. So without further ado, the one and only Sheila Evans. Sheila, you have won more Emmys than anyone. Ever, I'm older than anyone ever. No, there are people far older than you who have not achieved as much. Are you, you hear me? Can you hear her? Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay, <laughs> okay. good. <laughs> that was really nice. Those, that's people who work for you. That's that is people who really like you. They have <laughs> no choice. <laughs> that's, that's the best guy. One of your first things that you ever did, which I thought was really exciting, was um, that you were an actor for Voice of America or U- um, USIA. Yes, many many years ago, I wasn't a voice. You, no, but sorry, it's called Voice of America. It
2: was called Voice of America. Is it still called Voice? No, they
1: there. I think they all. Did you find? I just like that it said <gasps> learning English. We are American English. Doesn't even make sense. In I was American an actor. I
2: taught English on that show. And you were the lead actor. I was the lead actor on that show for three years. I taught English, and it was a one thousand word vocabulary. So all I spoke for three years was one thousand words. <laughs> Yes. I said I would repeat things Now they make plays out of those kind of things I would say things like um, Oh look at the sky And then my name was Jean, And the other actor was Professor Richards I had no last name And um, I, would, I would say He would say hello Gene Look at the sky And I'd say yes Professor Richards Look at the sky <laughs> And he'd say yes the sky And I'd say yes the sky <laughs> I did that for three years
1: that's why I'm not normal I think that's probably one of the many reasons um but but another thing you did that wasn't normal was that you turned down a job um for Don Hewitt How do you know that and I was so impressed that you knew um to say no to something and I wanted to hear about that
2: well I didn't want to be on camera because I had been on camera with a thousand words for three years, and it was an audition, and I didn't, I didn't really want to be in front of a camera. I, I didn't like that idea of being, you know, whatever. So I said no, and then I thought I would die because I thought I'd never get another chance to do anything again. But he hired me as a researcher, so that was good. And so you were feeding questions to people? Yeah. So what would you feed them? Oh, like, will the war end? and then the, the correspondent would say it and, you know, things like that.
1: Did you ever mess them up on purpose? No, I was too scared. Now I would.
2: <laughs> no. No, I did all the research and then the correspondent would ask all the questions. I was like, de Bergerac. I would like hide and then I would, you know, think
1: and then they would ask the question and that's how I began. Um, one of the things I was amazed by was that how many... Um, men, white men, particularly but men in general, I wanted to show a picture of I know this is just CBS, but um, you've spoken eloquently before about (laughs) you know, playing the game and how to play the game. Well my book
2: is called Lean Back, Not Lean Forward. (laughs) So tell us what that means. I'd rather not. (laughs) They're all dead, or most of them. Um, you can figure it out for yourself.
1: <laughs> I didn't see anything wrong with it. It was the only way. It's still the only way. So then what happens when we get old? I feel like I finally learned how to play the game and then I'm starting to become invisible. Or well, maybe you're leaning forward too much. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> how does my band feel about that? Yeah, I haven't slept with any of them yet. Yeah, they would say I'm leaning forward too much. Um, uh, is, there, is there a difference? You feel like now? Do you feel like you get hit on as a different? Oh, I'm old now? now. No, I don't get hit on. Well, that's not exactly true.
2: There's always someone on a walker or, or with a cane. <laughs> or, or lift it up and say hi.
1: Do young men try to flirt with you in in order to get their only phone if they phone? want a
2: job? Oh,
1: does it ever work?
2: Not really, no. Okay. No. No. Could. <laughs> They're not young enough.
1: It's that, unfortunately, usually the case. <laughs> um, so you started at HBO in 1979, right? I think, yeah. And it wasn't even... Um, you weren't f- even born. I was definitely born. But I appreciate the idea. Um <laughs> But it's so revolutionary, and I was curious what it felt like then. Do you like the old logo? I, I don't even remember it. Maybe they, maybe they never came forward with I it. I don't know. Where did you find it? Uh, on the
0: interweb. <laughs> no,
1: what? Um, but I wanted to ask, at that time, it was, the, it was so... I mean, it still remains one of the few... Um, forward-thinking channels in a different way now, but I wanted to th- uh, then, the fact that you were going to have paid subscribers... is that exciting? That's why I got the... Well, I got the job because someone asked me if I
2: knew anyone for the job. And so, I went to the 42nd Street Library, which I, and I looked up cable. I thought it was just dirty shows. And um, I saw that this place called Home Box Office was going to be doing movies without interruptions, and I thought great idea, I'll try that. But it wasn't like I really
1: knew what I was doing. I still don't. Well, you can't say that because you're the most powerful person well, in documentary pal- filmmaking. I'm the only person in documentary Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are very powerful. And I use this whenever I am. <laughs> is that, um, how do I put this? Knowing that HBO's brand is synonymous, yes. HBO yes. documentary films are synonymous with you. Will you tell them that
2: when bonuses come around? Yes,
1: I will tell them that when bonuses come around. I would appreciate that.
2: (laughs) And anyone here who would like to add
1: that. You can write letters. Although I think letters to the New York Times is more effective. It would be good, yeah. Um, Knowing that the brand is synonymous with you and that you've created this brand in many ways, I think that's fair to say. Fairish. Tell me why that's not fair.
2: But this is supposed to
1: be funny. Okay. All right. But that was... No, it's it's okay to be honest. It's okay to be honest. If you have power, you're allowed to... it's, It's not fair
2: because the technology allowed a lot of people to make documentaries. And consequently, there are more documentaries than ever before. And that's not because I made documentaries at HBO. It's because... It's like needlework. Anyone can make one.
1: But I imagine it must be hard. You know, it ain't easy being green. I imagine it must be very hard to work at one of the very few outlets. It's very,
2: very hard. Yeah. Do you all feel sorry for me? No, I didn't mean
1: that. But I wanted to know, how often do you put on new filmmakers? Very
2: often. We don't, um... Well, first of all, how many people are new filmmakers in
1: the audience? Yeah, before...
2: We don't ab- really discriminate between old and new because the next idea could come from anywhere.
1: No, it's I know from. that, but like, I remember I worked um, screening the documentaries for a film festival. I won't say the name, but it's in Utah. And um, <laughs> I would sometimes like, submit fake ones really? just to see if they would get through. And did they? No, they didn't. They're a good, they're a good organization. <laughs> but, but I did notice that you know, people who had already achieved a certain level of success... Um, i think it's turned i don't think that's true anymore i
2: think people who've achieved a certain level of success in docu's don't necessarily get into the competitive race they're screened there they're showed there they're showcased there but they're not necessarily competitive most of the competitors are first or second time filmmakers at most good festivals
1: okay um so keep the hope alive for young filmmakers is what you're saying or the delusion hope or delusion 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 Okay good I mean it's not like You're going to make money Either way No
2: no you have to keep The delusion alive Because then I mean hope is an accident
1: Hope is an accident Yeah I love that I want to um, show One of your Favorite documentaries Or a documentary You've often spoke Lovingly about So I was just going to Show a little clip um, Can we sh- show A clip uh, Oh wait Before we do that Actually Can we wait, talk about One thing? of That's a terrible picture
2: That's before I had Botox
1: Pre-Botox Yeah
2: this one, yeah. This one, I have had Botox.
1: <laughs> this is post Botox. I was gonna say this is me pre waxing, so I'm glad that this is good. <laughs> Um This Project Nim is one of my favorite documentaries because the people reveal themselves. There, it doesn't feel that um, like one of the people who took care of the the um, chimp breastfed him and talked about him masturbating yes. but she, the, it didn't feel like she was being judged by the filmmaker and I wanted to ask you how do you make sure that your films don't become Valentines this one was not a Valentine I thought it was fabulous but in general no, nobody Dohans, really watched this one well I'm, I did I you watched did it too. twice so but are funny. you a paying subscriber I mean, I am using uh, Friends, HBO Go (laughs) Password.
2: The paying subscribers didn't have that opinion of this
1: film. It's a pretty terrifying film, but I thought that it was good because it was somewhat objective. I thought it was
2: absolutely great. You did too? Okay, good. You and me,
1: we were the two people who liked it. And neither one of us paid? (laughs) No. Do you get all of your HBO for free? Um, I can't remember. Do we get it for free, Lisa? Oh good
2: Not anymore right, I
1: feel better about that After this film They took away the film. <laughs> <laughs> But in all seriousness how, how do you ensure That a film Doesn't become a valentine Because I, I just because went to Because life is them. not A
2: valentine And films are life So why would it be A valentine
1: Well sometimes You see
2: documentaries No then. no we don't Make that kind Okay Alright Unless valentine. the person Is dead and um, You know We don't we, we don't revere We tell Okay At least I don't revere I revere you I think you're just great I don't
1: feel any brown nosing going on whatsoever
2: (laughs) You're so gutsy. How do you do this all the time? I could never do this, be in front of everybody.
1: What? You want her to make me cry? This way? She is wielding a knife and she does have a reputation for making people cry. It's not that hard for Sheila Nevins to make someone cry. I make you cry. I can make you cry, where are you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's go, let's go to, I want to see just a clip of, of a film that you really loved.
2: Okay.
0: I would like to become an inventor when I grow up. Kind of like Albert Einstein and Steve Jobs combined. said, what's the worst thing that could happen to you, certainly as a parent, is to be told that you have a child for which there's nothing that can be done, that he or she will live 13 or 14 years on average, and that will be it. I said to the radiologist, could this be anything else? And he said, I don't think so. I don't think it could be anything else. Right. You, I love you, Mama. Have a great day, buddy. Here I was thinking I can't fix this. There's nothing I can do. Is it good enough quality? You want to do it with yourself? I'm impressed because this is. I didn't expect. Because if you actually start giving the people, people will say things like, "I don't know if I could do this." And my answer to them is, "Yes, you could. Mothers can do anything." What is driving this is love for Sam. The only way to find out is this drug gonna be helpful for children with progeria is to give it to children with progeria. We're just in a race that we just need to win. There are things happening all around you right now that you really should take account of and enjoy because we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. We just don't. None of us do. This is going to be our last shot at it. So, crossing my fingers. I didn't put myself in front of you to have you feel bad for me. You don't need to feel bad for me because this is how, this is, I want you to get to know me. This is my life.
1: Now, you became quite close with Sam. How do you know that? Because you've talked about it a lot, that you were very close with him. I loved him. He's dead. He passed away this year. January 9
2: I'm sorry. He lived 17 years. Both his parents were doctors. Anybody here see it? I'm sure none of you subscribe. Oh, yeah?
1: How do you think all these young people get their HBO code passwords? There are a lot of parents here who subscribe to HBO.
2: Get it free. Get it somehow. (laughs) Just get it. Um, Sam, um, it was just a lesson in not feeling sorry for yourself. He was a terrific kid, and he was so bright, and he knew. He knew the odds, and uh, both his parents were physicians, and the chances of them were something like one in... I don't even know the statistic. It's impossible to have a progeria child. It's impossible. It's one in billions. Well, probably hundreds of millions. And uh, these were two doctors in their 20s, um, went to Brown, had a baby, and kept thinking there was something wrong with the baby's skin, and it looked a little dry, his eyes looked a little big, and they thought, well, we're just doctors, we're obsessive. And then sure enough, ultimately, Sam clearly had progeria, and uh, he was only gonna live a certain amount of time, and his mother has spent her entire life Finding the gene, trying to cure the other kids, and um, using a cancer drug that she'd used in other research. But it's just an incredible story and incredible people, and it's just, you know, a sick child is really, you know, and a dying child is, you know, if a kid has a fever, you, you stay up all night. So if your kid's gonna die sometime soon, you can imagine. So
1: that's part of the laughter of what I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I thought what was so illuminating about this film was that his parents not only swept into action for him, but they swept into action for every single child who ha- suffers from this disease. I mean, they created a foundation within less than a year of his diagnosis.
2: Yeah, true. But it was for love of Sam. I mean, I, and I don't think that had Sam not happened, there would be the Progeria Foundation. And, and the reason the Progeria Foundation is so important, here I am pitching the Progeria Foundation. The reason it's so important is because the research into Progeria is essentially research into aging. Uh, the pain of aging, the rheumatism, the arthritis, the cardiovascular diseases. So they're not just saving the, the rare children who get this disease. They're really looking into the suffering of, you know, the diseases of aging. Because Sam was in his 90s essentially when he was 17. He had arthritis, he had cardiovascular disease. The one thing, interestingly enough, these children don't get is cancer. Um, They're protected from that because the cells don't have enough time to duplicate the way cancer cells duplicate. Um, So cancer being an immortal way of regrowth, these these children die before
1: that can even happen to them. So it's,
2: it's interesting.
1: Is there ever a pressure um, coming from scientists and foundations and people pleading, if you make this film, it will shed light on this issue that would otherwise not? Yes, all the time. But unless it has the reverb
2: for everybody, every parent, every person, everybody watching, meaning you and me. Yeah, we the two of us. Yeah, the <laughs> two of us. And the few who get it for free. I think that unless there's that kind of energy behind it, you know, you, you know
1: we don't do it. I wanted to, um, you oversee so many films. How many come out in a year that originate from you versus from bought? From HBO? Yeah. It's
2: about, it, different years are different things, but I'd say it's about a half and half. Okay. Half we make, half we, this year it's, sometimes we buy things and fix them. Sometimes we buy things, put them on, because they're perfect the way we are. Well, the way they are. We are. They are.
1: <laughs> you are. <laughs> I wanted to um, also ask you, you do all these phenomenal documentaries, um, but the way that HBO pays its bills. It's not my way. I don't help
2: the bill pay. Not with this, but with. Not with this. But with The sex program, yes. Yes. I do that too. I'm sorry, I'm terribly sorry. (laughs) To tarnish tarnish the image of
1: do good as (laughs) well. Real Sex is a fabulous show. My idea. It was your idea. Absolutely.
2: Can we give her a round of applause? It was the result of
1: my leaning back period. <laughs> Everything comes full circle, if you're honest. So I wanted to, so is it true that, that HBO gets most of its film money from from sex shows? No, no,
2: no. They have great series and things. I think, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I mean, the series run HBO, the movies run HBO. Okay. We go through the mail room to our rooms in the back. For the documentaries. Yes, yeah,
1: off, 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 Broadway. These shows do extremely well. Um, how did you get up? I mean, now it's easy to have any of these movies on, I think, because Very of HBO.
2: Oh, we, are, we are responsible for everything. Sex, everything. <laughs> sex on television, everything. In, in, no, I think actually, forget the docu thing. Everybody does that. I think sex on television began with this show. A woman came over to me once at some meeting we were having, and she said, you saved my life. And I thought it was one of those other shows. And at the end, I was curious to know whether it was a show we'd done about Tourette's or the show we'd done, you know, we'd done a lot of shows about sadness and recovery and, you know, I, just sad, sad, I like sad. And I like recovery, but mostly sad doesn't necessarily have recovery, but I like sad anyway. But um, she came over and at the end I was waiting for her to tell me about one of those very important serious shows and she said, real sex. She said, real sex saved my marriage. She said, yes, that's what she said then. What, which part of real sex did you I didn't ask her the details. Was she in I middle saw her school husband too? actually, I can see where she needed go. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, oh my God. I mean they weren't like a beautiful real sex couple, they were Plump. Yeah, they were sweet. And, you know, he, he shook my hand like it was like I'd saved him from a terminal disease.
1: I'm so curious what tips they picked up.
2: <laughs> uh, it's
1: now 38 and I'm just, you know, getting into a serious relationship. So that's but what I picked you. up for real sex. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to show one more video that has nothing to do with, with porn or sex. I wanted to show an upcoming doc that I think it has not yet been released, but I got to see it, Tribeca. So it's just going to show a clip from one more doc. Does okay. that sound good, guys? Oh, might yes. inspire people to actually get HBO. So let's see one more um, clip. Jason, is it okay to play that one? Awesome. We're going to march up Congress Avenue and we're going to take back the Capitol for the people could fuse in ways they couldn't control the explosion. She's not in anybody's category, but her own.
0: May you be as rich as a Republican and enjoy the sex life of a Democrat. When she set her mind on something, she did it. Got up early, stayed late, uh, and she worked hard and smart in between. The lobby wins almost all the time. With Ann, for one brief shining moment, the people won. We have the power dreams can still come true if you are willing to work for them.
1: Well, I I hope you have no plans of retiring, and I'm giving you this plant, this bonsai, because I want you to live as long as this bonsai, which is supposed to be for 100 years. Will the bonsai die? No. Because you're going to take I have, care of I it. I feel
2: responsible for it?
1: You should. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> because H-P-O. why are you giving me this gift? You didn't give anybody else
1: uh, yeah. Uh, Josh got hand sanitizer. That's not true. And yeah. he got some pet product because oh. he has dogs. This is now very Now he's moving pretty. in. It's very beautiful. I feel sorry
2: for it, though. Why? Because I think it wants to be more.
1: Well, you can. Well, you you can take it is this and the price and bring No, that's from my um cousin's bonsai store. It's from their their store. Oh really? So you know where it is. You didn't even have to pay for it. No. <laughs>
2: not
1: even a gift. It is a gift. I mean, but it's not a paid. I pay gift. for it emotionally. Trust me. <laughs> I'm very grateful for this. I'm so happy, and Thank I'm so you grateful for you. Me. Um, You aren't planning to retire anytime soon, is that correct? No, do I look like I should? No, I'm asking a question. No, I will die at HBO.
2: Okay, good. And they will put me in
1: this. (laughs) Sheila Evans. thank you so, so much. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Thank you to Ian Mazoff and thank you to all of you for listening. Please go to the employeeofthemonthshow.com website. Get on the mailing list so you can find out about future live tapings at Joe's Pub. They happen every month where I'm an artist in residence. And you can also subscribe to the podcast because there's some super exciting episodes coming up.